Back for yet another episode of Across the Blue Line. I'm Danny DeBock alongside Derek Harper. But before we begin our show, we would like to commemorate this show in the memory of the late Ted Lindsay, who passed away this past week at the age of 93 in his home in Michigan. He was a star for the Detroit Red Wings. He was an NHL first-team all-star for the years 1948 through 1950 to 54 and 56 and 57. He was a revolutionary player who played alongside Gordie Howe and Sid Abel, and it was that line that helped the Detroit Red Wings win four Stanley Cups during that time frame, and it was Ted Lindsay who was a legend of the game, and he was well-loved among many even after his career, and in fact, that's why they named an award after him the Ted Lindsay Award, so truly a legend of the game, Ted Lindsay passed away this past week in 93. Moving on from there, let's head on into the topics within our show, and that begins with our first topic, and that is the Washington Capitals, and they are currently tied for first place at the time of this recording uh, with the New York Islanders for first place in the Metropolitan Division. But currently, as it as it's, as it stands right now, Washington has the hardest remaining schedule to go during the rest of this season, and that brings up the question: Will Washington still stay within that first place tier, or having only standing a mere four points outside of the last playoff position in Montreal, could we see Washington out of the playoffs as a whole? Derek Harper, I do think that's a possibility. It'd be kind of rare for them to miss the playoffs, but I do see that as a chance for the Capitals they've had. They won the Cup last year, weren't able to agree a new deal with their head coach, Brady Trotz. They brought in a new person. They haven't done super well. So I think it is actually a likely scenario there, Danny. But at the moment, they they stand tied with the New York Islanders in points at 80, 83. But the only thing against them is their tough schedule. And we got to we, we can't forget this Washington team won the Stanley Cup last year. Indeed. And when a team wins the Cup, they usually make the playoffs next year. They haven't always won it unless you're the Pittsburgh Penguins. But I do think there's a chance that they could miss. They do have a very tough schedule coming up. But then it's the Caps who have a great amount of talent. They have... I mean, you see their players on the ice, the fans are passionate. I don't see them missing the playoffs, but there is the outside chance. Keep this in mind, Derek, of some of the upcoming battles for this Washington team. They have to take on the Winnipeg Jets, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then expanding far from from the from uh, this upcoming week, they'll have to take on the Philadelphia Flyers, and they've been hot. They have to face Tampa Bay twice, and the Minnesota Wilders starting to show up, and you have a few more meetings with the Flyers again, and the Carolina Hurricanes are hot. They have a, a home-and-home series with them, and then you have more meetings with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens and New York Islanders also to boot. So this schedule is very difficult, and, it, and with the 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 Washington Capitals standing in a crowded metropolitan division where you have first place and being out of the playoffs separated by only a mere six points and 
this this goes to show how much parity there is in the Metropolitan Division. That's for sure. You have a lot of teams stacked up there against the top, and you also have some cellar dwellers. So yeah, then you have some in the middle there. So any team can make a move, and the Capitals have to be on their game, and then some in their next stretch. They have, like Danny said, there's a lot of tough games coming up, and they're going to go through some real tests. If they can come out on top in a good amount of those, then there may still be a chance that they can make a fairly good playoff run. Well, first of all, the the main fact of the matter is right now just trying to get there. And if they can, then they'll be in good shape. But if not, then there might be a little bit of heat and trouble that, that would be coming up. So it, the Washington team does have the assets to perform well, especially during this course of the season. True. The Capitals, <clears throat> they've always had the talent. I mean, you have all the big names there. I could list them, but it's not worth it. I mean, they have so much good talent and the history, and I, th- I think they can win a large amount of these games they have coming up. Well, then again, they do have a team that that is that is known for having some very questionable celebrations. Oh, if, please, not again. If Evgeny Kuznetsov's Danny. stupid bird celebration. It's, it's a it, great it just, thing. No, no. Danny, Are we going to do this again, Derek? You're the one who's still No, <laughs> Derek, it's a stupid celebration. No, it's not. It's very stupid uh-uh. because it's so uncommon oh, and it's boy. not it's it doesn't exemplify Danny. a hockey player. I'm sorry. It's okay, stupid. You want to it's believe. disgusting and it's 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 no, it's, it's because and because of the, it's and this reason and here he is goes again, justified folks. because of the sole fact that that is so unlike any hockey player out there. Sure. It's ridiculous and stupid. Just like how your fans chant that we suck when we have a ton of banners compared to you. What are you talking about? The that, Rocks? Has, that has nothing to. We're talking yeah, about the a NHL. Bunch, yeah, you're saying there's like a bad celebration. Well, there's a lot of things you can point out about fan bases or players. That's a fan base. That doesn't matter when you're talking about players in, on a team. It has no, no I've relation. I've seen a lot of celebrations whatsoever. too. I've seen taunt celebrations. Danny, it's fine. No, it's stupid. It's stupid, no, and it's it, it'll come back to bite the cap. No, it won't. The celebration moving, can't moving bite on, them. moving on to more civil topics. We'll head to a a difference between two first round draft picks, and it was in the in the year 2015. The Edmonton Oilers drafted who they believe was going to be the team that would bring them out of their despair, and that was Connor McDavid. And he he was a phenom when he was with the Lake Erie Otters, and he has translated that success into the NHL to some degree. But then the following year. The Toronto, Ma- the, the Toronto Maple Leafs drafted a first overall pick of their own, and that was Austin Matthews. And he has also performed well, and Toronto is looking sharp in the playoff picture. To keep in mind this season at this stage of the year, it's Austin Matthews who has an equal 30 goals to, to complement 30 assists. On the other hand, Connor McDavid has more of the stats with 33 goals and 59 assists. And now that brings up the question, which is the better acquisition? Is it Connor McDavid for Edmonton or Toronto having being in a better position in the postseason as of now? I think it's definitely a toss up there, but I have to go with the better player. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with Connor McDavid. And why? 
Just to see the records he's set, the awards he's won. Austin Matthews came in the league a few years ago. He had a breakout. He's from the U.S. and that's not to knock anything. But what does this? Wait, wait, wait hold, hold up, hold up. You can't, you can't. No. you can't disqualify a player just because they came from the United States. No, I'm that not. is discrimination. I'm not. I'm just saying that, that is something that could. That I could think there's a little bias to... on not my part, but there's bias on some of the. Um, no, no, no. Voters. This is your opinion, Derek. This is not anyone this, else's opinion. I'm this saying, is just your opinion. I know, and that's what I'm saying is that <clears throat> there's so many factors in that. Um, McDavid's won awards left and right. They're both great talent. Well, how many awards did he win last year? I zero, none. He's won some in the past though, and that's the thing is that this guy he he hauls their team when they're not in it. It is the McDavid show. He hauls the team. I've talked to Oilers fans here on campus. I mean, he hauls the team. That's all they say. I mean, Oilers fans here. They all they want is to get a better team or to trade away their stars and. I mean, you see how it's just one player. A player can carry a whole team. I mean, Austin Matthews plays on the Maple Leafs, and he helps them. He is a big contributor, huge. But they have a lot of talent. When you see a player can carry a team, that really stands out to me. No, no, no. Here, here's what our question. Which is the more successful pick? It's not who contributes the most. I know it's, that. It's, it's the more successful pick. And... As of right now, Toronto has won a lot more than Edmonton has within these past three years. It's can the Oilers, you, can you, Danny. Can you, agree with, can you agree with me on that standpoint? I can't agree that they've won more. However, it's the Oilers and there's something going on. No, I don't know if no, no, a plague. No, no. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. The question was, which was the more successful pick? Connor McDavid. No, no. And here's why. Success in the NHL boils down to victories. That's why Austin Matthews has been the more successful talking, pick. They have found themselves in the playoffs a lot more than Edmonton Edmonton has. The Edmonton has only made the playoffs once, and whereas with this Toronto team, they have made the postseason, yes, twice in the last two years. Danny, That's why the more successful pick was Austin Matthews. You're asking the best player, not the best team. No, no, my question was the more successful yeah. pick. And that's and when you attribute success to a team, you could have a player that has great stats, but if the team can't win, that's not success. That is why Austin Matthews is the better pick, is the better, the more successful pick in in this test over Connor McDavid. Well, to agree or disagree, because I still think McDavid is one of the greatest players in the game right now, and not to sure, knock Austin sure, Matthews. Sure, sure, sure. I agree with you, but we're looking at the more successful pick. And Toronto has had more success, and you just admitted it. Great, That's uh, why no. this pick is more successful. Management. Their team is gels well. There's something wrong with the Oilers, and it just stands out that McDavid is a guy that can carry any team. No, he can. no, no. It's all about chemistry. Connor McDavid can do it on his own. I agree with you on that standpoint. But there, you have to take also standpoints that people overlook on a hockey team, and that's leadership and the capability of able to to get along with people on their own line. And Connor McDavid, he 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 can't help his team win, but Austin Matthews sure can. That's why Austin Matthews Wait. has proven to show more success. Yeah, he has. But Danny, you just said uh, that Connor McDavid can't help his team win. He carries the team. I, I'm I'm talking about team <clears throat> results because when you have a great player and a great leader, wins come as a result, and that's not what Connor McDavid has done. It hasn't necessarily been McDavid's fault. It's been the, either the off ice they've had a different coach. It's been. 
It hasn't. It's not necessarily his fault that they're not doing well on the ice. If you're if you're looking for a great franchise player, you don't you don't simply want someone that just scores and stuffs up the stat sheet. You want leadership because when you have a great leader, everyone will follow. That's that's why Austin Matthews is the better pick because he has been able to contribute more to the the success of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, Danny, I see your point, but I, I'm going to stick with my guy, so... Why? I've given you my point. I've given you my reasoning. And I think it's pro- even better to say that they're almost on the same level. I think if you put Connor McDavid, take him from the Oilers, right? Put him on the Leafs and see how they do. They'd probably be an even better team. No, we're just looking at who is the more successful pick, and it's Austin Matthews. I'm just saying. I think we're going to have to move on from this. I don't think we're going to find a way. Because I think if you put... McDavid on the Leafs. He no, would no, really do no. Well we're just looking at what we've that. seen. We're not looking at if, if we if we're not playing the what if game. We're looking at what we see during the course of their careers. And Austin Matthews has been more successful because he has two playoff appearances already compared to Connor McDavid's one appearance. That is why Austin Matthews has proven to be a better leader than Connor McDavid. Sure, he doesn't stuff up the statue quite like. Number 97 of Edmonton does. Sure, that can, that can be granted. But postseason success is what you're looking for when you draft a player. You're trying to win a Stanley Cup because that is the goal. That's why Austin Matthews has done more to reach that point and, and strive to, in, in, the, in the effort to strive towards a Stanley Cup. Austin Matthews has been more successful. Why? Because he has two postseason appearances, and he he is well on his way for a third, certainly, Derek. I do think the Leafs will win the Cup before the those oil cans, but we'll have to see on that. No, no, but I'm saying, which is the more successful pick? It's easy. Toronto has two postseason appearances since drafting Austin Matthews, and Edmonton is one for three with Connor McDavid. Indeed, and there's also been a plague with the Oilers, too. What does that have to do with anything? Austin Matthews is the more successful pick. Let's move on from there. I won that one. Moving on from from the debate between Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid, now we've head into a team that is tough to to comprehend. First, they beat the Detroit Red Wings 8-1, to and then they get skunked by the Pittsburgh Penguins at home 5-1, to and they seem to be a team that's all over the map, and they have a great goaltender in that is about to break the franchise record for most wins, and that is an achievement in and of itself for this franchise, and it's the Montreal Canadiens, with their goaltender, Carey Price, just a few wins away from breaking <laughs> the record set by Jacques Plante, for most wins in a Montreal uniform. It's this Montreal team that's right now on the cusp of the wild card positioning of the Eastern Conference. But then there is one issue, however, and it's their special teams. Both their power play and their penalty killing are dead last or second to dead last in the National Hockey League. And that brings into perspective come near the end of the postseason, could the special team's ineptitude come back to bite these Montreal Canadiens? For sure. The special teams is a huge part of the game, and it's not every part because some teams, there's some freak teams out there that can do well without special teams' help. They just play super well and can do well on even strength and 
just jello the team, and we've seen those teams. But when it comes down to it, to get that extra boost over the top and potentially get a deep playoff run and make the playoffs, Stephen, we're talking about with the Habs, you got to have the special teams. And if they can't have that, they're going to have trouble, especially against some of the powerhouses on the Eastern Sea uh, uh, board, Danny. With the Montreal Canadiens, they are heading on the dreaded California road trip, and they started the road trip off on a high note. They beat the Montreal the they beat the Los Angeles Kings rather three to one at Staples Center, and now they will play the San Jose Sharks tonight, and that will be a four that will be at a, a seven thirty Pacific time puck drop, and then the next then tomorrow they will take on the Anaheim Ducks before they will finally come back home and they will have a home they'll have a home affair with the Detroit Red Wings before they have to go on a three game road trip that that and that will be a test for them but the big question is can this Montreal team sustain that success with two teams right on the on the on their prey with Philadelphia riding red hot and then also with Columbus not too far behind as well Derek can Montreal hold on to this final wild card position I think it's going to be tough for them they have a lot of tough teams to face I mean the California road trip is a hard one for a lot of teams except the Bruins and that's right it's just Stanley Cup champs oh please um so it's just going to be tough for them. They have that, and they also have a three-game roadie. The Wings, that should be a good win for them. But I don't know if they'll be able to hang on. They have some tough matchups, Danny. Only time will tell, but this Montreal team has been able to win, especially at home. They have a record coming into tonight's game of 19-11-4, and, and they will carry that throughout the, the extent of their road trip. This Montreal team does thrive, however, by their goaltending as Carey Price has performed wonders in the Montreal net for quite some time. He is a very good player. He actually played in the dub with the the Ams, Danny. And Carey Price has been a solid leader in that. He's been a backstop, a brick wall for them the past multiple years. Past, I don't know however many years he's been with them, but... It's just, she is a great player for them. But when it comes down to it, you need more than a goalie. You need scorers, Danny. This Montreal team does, however, have goal scorers who can contribute to this team. And they have been able to perform well. And you have the emergence of Max Domi, who came from the Arizona Coyotes. And then you also have some great players as well with Brendan Gallagher, a veteran presence. Tomas Tataris performed well for this team. And then this, the stunning success of Phil Philip Deneau for this Montreal team, and they have performed very well with making the best use of who they have. That's for sure, Danny. They they have some talent, but they have some tough games coming up too. I think they can make the wild card spot if they keep it together, but that, that means they need to win some games on that Cali trip, Danny. And well, they also got to win their some other games um, in the road, their other three game roadie. And they they got to win games at home. That is a must. 
and they have proven to do that for quite some time during the course of this season. And now, after looking at the Montreal Canadiens, let's look at another Canadian team, and that is the Vancouver Canucks. Currently, at the time of this recording, it's this Vancouver team that is sitting at nine points outside the wild card positioning. But here's the, the component that will, will raise eyebrows among the Vancouver contingent listening to this show. It's that this Vancouver team will be playing 10 of their next 13 games at home. Could this be a sign of a possible playoff push for the Vancouver Canucks? It's possible. And look at their schedule here, Dan. They have some tough games. Tonight, Toronto rolls into town. Tomorrow, the, they go to play the Oilers in their building, in the oil can. And then they come home on Saturday to face the Golden Knights. Then they have it lets up a little with the Rangers and Devils. Then they go to Texas, and then they go to Chicago. So, I mean, it's kind of bounces easy there. The, the Stars aren't too tough, but they're a, whoa, good, team. They're whoa, a good team. However, whoa. Dallas is going to yeah. make some make some surprises. And then they go to the, the then they come home to face the Senators, which that probably be a win for them. Then they have the rivalry game with the Flames. Then they have the Blue Jackets. Then it lets up with the Ducks and Kings. Then they have the Stars again. So they've got some tough games in there, but they also have some games that they can win. So they win the majority of those. They should be good, and hopefully some other things might fall their way. Um, I, the problem with the Canucks right now, though, they have injuries. Left, 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 and right. Players are going down, going on the I, IR, and so it's just that's what they need to really get control of is keeping players healthy. That's what's really plaguing this Canucks team. It's not that they can't play all together because when they're all healthy, they can play well. But it's when they these bodies start just dropping that they're they're going to struggle. Here's the problem I see, and here's why I doubt that Vancouver will be in the postseason come April, and it's because of the race for that final wildcard positioning spot is already jam-packed. Minnesota, at the time of this recording, is sitting on top with 72 points, whereas there are two teams that are right behind them, in the Colorado Avalanche, who have picked themselves up from the abyss that they were in, and they're starting to win yet again. And then the Arizona Coyotes, they have their own say as well. So keeping that in mind, there is, there's so much competition already. Vancouver, I believe, has too much ground to make up for, for all the lost time that they've had so far. I do agree that they may have a little much a tough time, but... If they can, there's some of those hard matchups that I'm talking about, like with the Leafs tonight, the Oilers tomorrow. Um, let's take the Stars and the Flames and the Blue Jackets and the Golden Knights. If they can get some of those crucial games there and some other dominoes fall their way and they get some players back, that might just push them over the edge. Only time will tell in, in how these Vancouver Canucks will play out as far as the season goes and this this Vancouver team has yet to taste the postseason for quite some time after having lost to the Calgary Flames in the postseason a few years back. Now let's shift over to more of a local level in the Western Hockey League and there was a team that clinched the U.S. division and that was the Everett Silvertips slamming the door shut 
on your Portland Winterhawks and clinching the U.S. division. It wasn't Everett signing the door shut, and I, this is going to sound weird to come from a Hawks fan, but it was our fault in that we lost the game against the Rockets in the Rockets building, and Everett Ever just happened to have the tiebreaker, which is a bummer because we should have had the tiebreaker, but Everett won more matchups. And so you're blaming it on one game? Not on one game, necessarily. There's two factors. The one game, and we didn't win so as many you, games. So it is the one no, the, the I, one I, game. No, I get into that. There's two factors. So there is one game. There, that's one, one game does factors. not decide how a I know. season I transpires. I know that, Danny. But that's one game is one small factor. The other factor is more important is that we needed to win more games, especially against the tips, to have that tiebreaker should have came down to that. And it's because Everett's too good other, for you guys. Not necessarily. We've had, we're about even with matchups. If you look at the games between us this year, we're about even. Well, you said that the problem for Portland was that, the, that you guys couldn't beat Everett. We didn't win as many against them as exactly. they won against us. However, Everett is was, the better team. The, game was within, the series was within a game or two. Like, that's how close it was. It's not like lopsided. Well, you guys only the play X amount of times during the course of the season. It's not the US as, as if teams every play single game is between Everett and Portland. You play quite a bit between interdivision so, teams. So does everyone else. So you're going to put the blame on, on playing Everett too much? Maybe it's because you Everett's too good. Mm, Everett's a good team. I'm not saying they're too good. We there's we had some unfortunate bounces. There's some games that had some certain things happen that shouldn't have, and there's other games where we did we just did, did not play well. And I was um, talking to the Booster Club pres- president of the Hawks this week weekend, and he was saying that we didn't play well against the Rockets, and there's games like that, and it's unfortunate the tips sometimes have it more together than us, and that's the way the puck drops sometimes. But when it comes down to it, the playoffs will probably meet in the second round against them again like last year. Oh, oh. Well, <clears throat> we have to yep. play the Chiefs probably in the first round, and then probably that the Tips. Won't, that, 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 won't be, that won't be that easy with Spokane hotly right behind you guys, only sitting five points behind. I wouldn't be surprised if Spokane would upset Portland. Uh, and as and as a, as a Thunderbirds fan, talent. I will relish every single minute. Yeah, yeah, you and some certain other fans on campus. Danny, though, you have to figure it out, though. Look at the Chiefs. Yeah, they are good, but they've lost some, ta- some talent. Yamamoto, down in the AHL from the Oils. The Oilers. And so they have him. And so they only have, I think the Chiefs have Anderson Dolan and Ty Smith, so they don't have that Yamamoto factor. And there's some nights where the Chiefs aren't playing good. Well, that's the same with you, with every team. Yeah, but so, so you, so you we have the so better you edge. You, you cannot, what? We have with the Chiefs, we have the better. We, we would have home ice in the first round. So we'll well, have that's the one game. Home, cool. We have a game seven, and then if we can go into the building, win some games, which is... That's a, that's a, that's a big if. Yes, but it's pos- possible. Well, it's possible that... That Swift Current can beat Prince Albert. More to come about that they coming up later on in their show. But you just got to figure out, Danny, that the Winterhawks are a strong team, and that even the playoffs are a different mons- monster. No, for all stop, of them. stop. Playoffs are a different monster. Teams no. they start playing different in the playoffs sometimes. And Spokane's going to show up and upset Portland. I don't think so, Danny. And then take on the Seattle Thunderbirds. Oh, <laughs> okay. I think I'm headed out of here. That is what your Thunderbirds having a few good games this season, and now everybody's like, "We're gonna win the cup." Please, dude. Uh-uh. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold on a second. Well, you could say that about any team. Every team has good nights and off nights. Can you agree with me on that? 
some teams do have off nights and, and good nights, but that doesn't mean that a team's going to necessarily win a playoff series because that you have some games here. If that are you injuries. have four games where one team is on and one team isn't, you win the series. Right, it's that easy. But a team isn't going to go and sweep, Danny. There have been many teams that you wouldn't expect to, to sweep, and sure enough, they did. Just look at Nashville and, and the Chicago. The Chiefs are not going to sweep in P-Town. Oh, okay, okay. That's bulletin board material. Save that for future reference. We'll bring that oh, up on a gosh. later show. Come yeah, po- the come Hawks are going to advance, time. and then, then we're going to beat the birds, go into the show where, and kick them out of their own building. No, 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 stop it. Stop it. That's not that's, if, that's even if they get it that far. Who's won the WHL championship more recently? Exactly. I just said Thunderbird fans are going to go off and say, who won it more recently? Oh, well, we it, did. It's true. It's true. You can't, you can't what does deny that mean? Derek. Does that mean that you're going to win it again? I mean, you got to look at your rebuilding team that's doing well Rebuilding. Rebuild. You're playing well. We have a great rookie goaltender in Roddy Ross, and that man can perform. Yeah, but do you have all the history the Hawks do? And do you have all the great what does that, talent? That has, draft picks? Do you have hey, hold NHL up, hold draft on, picks in Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. History doesn't do anything. It doesn't do giddily prue. It doesn't. doesn't do anything. Do you have all the NHL draft picks on your team that are currently drafted? Yeah, I know you have some that, players that, that will be. That means nothing. That means nothing. We have the talent. When you talk about the current Portland Winterhawks. Yeah, and we the have the talent. Seattle. We have better talent than the what Thunderbirds. What are you talking about? We, we have, have the better goaltender. Talent. We have the better goaltender. Um, we have Farkas, and we also we got have Roddy Ross, guy. who was the rookie of the month in January. And we also and have a guy with championship right. experience in net for us, Hofer. What? what are you talking about? He was a backup who sat on the bench and got lucky and watched his team win a win the the WHL championship. That means nothing. Derek. It does not mean nothing. It means he yes, has it championship does. experience and has played in some games. What? He didn't play in any of those championship appearances. I and th- you know it. Danny, he's still been part of that. He's been in their training at least. He's been on the ice. He's, he the has, equipment guy for the current Broncos. He knows what it's like to make a deep run. He's seen the other goalie do it. He's had some experience in the playoffs. This guy, I mean, you have all the, all the other scores around him too. Cody Glass, Joachim Blickfeld. We have our own threats. <laughs> you can't deny that. You're not. You're, you're going to completely overlook Seattle and our I'm scoring talent. That you, you do have talent, but I'm just saying that they are not a contender. They're going to make the playoffs. I uh, do think what? they'll make the playoffs. They will we are make not the a contender? You're, you're oh, not a cup stop contender. it. If... Only postseason teams are contenders. That's why we're making the postseason. And maybe get out in the first round by Everett. No, no. We're going to beat Everett, and if somehow you guys you hear that, lucky, ladies and gentlemen, you, the Thunderbirds are going to beat Everett. I'm going to write that down in my book and so I can show Danny when the tips roll them in probably five games. We have great centermen who are able to contribute on the stat sheet, and we— and. We are going. We're going to make it as far as the Western Conference Finals, bro. Mark it. Get out of here. Mark it. You have I the Giants. The show. You have the I, Winter Hawks. I, I host. You this have show. the tips. You're not going to the Conference I host Finals. This show. Second round at I the host this deepest. Show. And, okay, I what's host that mean? This show. And I go to school and I host I've, this show. And I've I been this following show. this these guys since I sixth grade. I host this show. And <laughs> Danny, I, host this show. <laughs> I think I gotta annoy the listeners. That doesn't mean I you can. Host it. <laughs> that okay. does not mean the Thunderbirds are gonna win because you host the show. Hang on a second. I, first of all, we are here for opinions. That's 
and this is why we do our show. Moving on from there, let's head on to a more conflicting topic, and that is our picks. And our first matchup will start tonight, where it's the Columbus Blue Jackets who are traveling to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. I have to go with the Penguins, Danny. They're on home ice. Oh, stop it with that garbage. The Blue Jackets have been struggling. No, that, no, you, no, stop. You cannot be picking all the home teams. That is stupid. You can't do that. I'm not going to. Okay, okay, I'm trusting your word. The team that is more equipped to win is Pittsburgh, and that's why they have my vote. I'm going to go with the road team here in a few minutes, Danny, so you want to go with the next matchups? Now let's head to two teams who are near the, the wildcard positioning of the Western Conference on, on this end. It's the Colorado Avalanche taking on the Dallas Stars. This one, before you get on me, there's a road team coming up. However, this one is the, the Stars. They're a very good team. And the Avalanche, they've had their bumps and bruises, and they're also a good team. But the Stars, are, they're shining bright this season. So between that, the strong talent in net, Braden Bishop, Tyler Sig, Sig, Siguin on the ice and their other stars. I have to go with the Dallas Stars for this matchup. Miracle. We're going to agree. And I'm also taking Dallas because of their success that they have had at home. Moving on, a matchup between two teams who are on different ends of the postseason picture. Calgary right now is sitting at first place in the Western Conference. However, this Arizona team that they're facing, they are 7-3 and three going into tonight in their last 10 games, and they have been red hot. That's why this is going to be a great matchup between these two teams, and I'm going to pick Arizona because they are the hotter team. Wait, what? Danny, you've always been a flame sort of... Not a fan, but you've always been hot with the Flames in this show. I'm taking Arizona in this game. Wow, folks, that's different. Um, I'm going to go get my fire suit, so I'll be right back. As, as he makes his pick with the Flames, I'll tell you why Arizona is going to win. They have been red hot as of late, and they have goal scorers galore. They have Brad Richardson, who contributes well. Clayton Keller is a great centerman who is, who is able to toss the puck well to his fellow teammates. And then you have a great defenseman in Oliver ekman Larson, who does very well. And your goaltender, Darcy Kemper, has performed well in the Arizona goal. That is why Arizona is going to win this game. Okay, weird flux, but okay, we'll have to trust that, Danny. Moving on, we'll stay on the topic of tonight. Montreal is on their road trip, and they're taking on the San Jose Sharks. This is a tough one, but um, we're going to need a bigger boat, Danny. Oh, oh, please. Please stop it. Stop it. That's ridiculous. I'm taking Montreal on this one. Why? Because... because Carey Price wants to break that record of Jock Plant, and it's going to happen against San Jose. That's why I'm picking Montreal over San Jose in this affair. Moving on, we will, we will move forward into tomorrow, and we have a great matchup between the Winnipeg Jets, who are traveling to Carolina to take on the Red Hot Hurricanes. This is a tough one, but... Um, we have a storm warning 
outside and it could tear down some houses, Danny. I don't think there's going to be any good flights landing in there. No jets are going to be allowed to land, Danny. No, 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 <clears throat> stop. You have harped on this this Winnipeg team for so long and for good reason. They are a team who, who is a force to be reckoned with, and they have goal scores galore. They can score plenty of goals, and they can keep the puck out of the net. That's why Winnipeg is going to go on the road and beat the Carolina I Hurricanes. I think the bunch of jerks are going to down the planes. That has nothing to do with anything. That's why Winnipeg is going to win this game. The Hurricanes have had a lot of energy late, late, uh, late in the past two games. They've been winning games. They've been having fun. They have talent. And You're they made a underestimating trade. the <clears throat> talent of the Winnipeg Jets. They have their netminder, Connor Hellebuck, who has done very well. And you have goal scores galore all over the place. This Winnipeg team has Mark Shifley at center, and he can contribute plenty. Blake Wheeler is always a consistent performer. Dustin Bufflin on the defensive end of things with plenty of ice time performs well. And this this is an all-well-rounded Winnipeg team. And this Carolina team is a team that can win, but they ha- they have been winning against nobodies. That's why when they play a Winnipeg team, they will come up empty even at home, which is a, a concept that that you can't seem to realize that road uh-uh. teams do somehow win. In case you didn't know, I know they win, Danny, and I I picked some road teams, and I'm going to soon too. So far, Derek, you have only picked one road today. Team. One road team. Today. So that, we're just keeping that in perspective out Today. of the five games that we've already picked. Moving on, Saturday, we'll head to Saturday with the St. Louis Blues traveling to take on the San Jose Sharks, two teams who are red hot. I got to go to my local jazz bar and sing the blues. Why? This, Jordan Bennington and that. The Sharks are going to have a hard time. They're on home ice, but the Sharks have failed on home ice against the Bruins, too. And they're a good team, but Jordan Bennington is a hard goalie to get past. And if the Blues play him, it's going to be a really tough time for Eric Carlson and the Sharks to score on that guy. He's a young, stud goalie in that, and the Blues have talent to score too. I mean, it's just a well-rounded team, well-built, strong. I think the Blues are going to take this matchup in San Jose, in the Shark Tank. No, 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 you're wrong again. San Jose is going to win. Why? Because they have a goaltender in Martin Jones who can perform really well. And not to mention, this is one of the highest scoring teams in the National Hockey League. And you know they're going to burst the the net of Jordan Binnington and score some goals. San Jose is going to come out on top in this affair in my eyes, as opposed to Derek, who finally picks a road team for once. My goodness. I picked one earlier, Danny. You finally picked a road team. You picked twice in 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 one show. That's a miracle in and of itself. Now let's move. Let's stay on the topic of Saturday. Philadelphia is taking on the New York Islanders in two teams who are within the playoff race. Philadelphia is just a little bit behind, while the Islanders are trying to keep pace with the Washington Capitals. Who comes out on top in this affair? I want to go with the Isles, but I can't. I gotta go with Carter Hart and the Flyers. They're had some energy, and they've been winning some games. He's been a stud in net for him. He's had his, early, his struggles early in the season, but he's had a recent run of wins. And the Oilers, I mean, not the Oilers, sorry, the Isles, 
the I uh, the Isles they've been a great great team, but especially at home. But this Flyers team is a different monster this season, Danny, and I think they're going to take this one. Well, you forgot to you forgot to do your research, Derek, because Carter Hart is injured and he won't be playing against the Islanders, and that's why I'm going to pick the Islanders at home, and I, I think they're going to win this game because they matter? are the number one team in the division for good reason. They have they have a great score in Matthew Barzell, who has done wonders oh, for the Islanders. Line. Bias! And, and then you also have great goaltending from this Islanders team. They have allowed the fewest goals in the National Hockey League at this stage of the season, and they, they, they have proven themselves as a great defensive team. They have only allowed 156 goals and that is tops in the National Hockey League in goals defense. So that's why this Islanders team is going to beat Philadelphia. It doesn't always matter on the goalies. You are correct. I missed that Hart got hurt. But you have to think Hart's not the, the only reason. The crux of your argument was that Carter Hart was she in net. He is a good team, but you have to think if there's no scoring, teams can't win by scoring zero goals. They have a lot of scoring too. Nolan Patrick, I mean... He's Nolan a guy. Patrick, are you kidding me? Yeah, he's Claude not Garou. one of the leading. He's not one of the premier players in the National Hockey League. You have Claude Giroux, and you have another guy who I can't call the name right now. But, I mean, you have so much talent there. It's Ivan Prov- Provorov is the other name I forgot. But he barely even plays. You also have Claude Giroux though. That guy, it's a better Giroux. Yeah, they have Giroux. All he does is win faceoffs at the, at the circle, but besides faceoffs, there's there's they have scoring talent. Scoring talent. So does the New York Islanders. Yeah, they have great goal scorers as well. Not to mention they have goaltending as well to boot with their goals with their goal scorers. That's why this Islanders team they are number one in their division for a good reason. That's why the Islanders are winning this game against Philadelphia. Okay, Dan, I think, we have to oh, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree. Okay, that's chill. Moving on. We had this discussion earlier. It's Connor McDavid against Austin Matthews. This time it's both the teams playing. Who comes out on top in this affair in Edmonton? God, you'll get my leaf blower. I think the Maple Leafs is going to go into the oil can and use up all the oil, Danny. No, 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 no. When you when you have a rivalry to the extent of Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid, he will want to perform Can and prove find his my leaf worth. Blower? Danny, the Leafs have a lot of talent. They play as a team. You you were talking about how good Austin Math Matthews is earlier. You have him. You have Patrick Marleau. I, I was talking on the team. about how great the success <clears throat> of the Maple Leafs have been as of late. True, but you were talking about Matthews earlier too, and it just. They have the talent, so many talent there. Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, Patrick Marlowe. I mean, you have a lot of talent stacked up there. And they play the team, John Tavares. I mean, they play the team and they win as a team. And you can't ask for anything more. And they have a great coach, too. So it's just, they have, and they also have great road fans, too. So that's also. No, no. I'm going to stop you right there. You cannot say that the fans contribute because they are not on the ice. That is not a way to justify why a team is going to win. But you have a lot of talent on the ice. You have a team that's gelling, a team that's atop the standings here. And it's just. You have a team that is winning on and off ice. 
So you what? cannot bet against this Maple Leafs team. No. Edmonton is going to take this one. Why? They have the better threat in in their in their in Connor McDavid, and they have goal scoring from Leon Dreisidel, who performs very well. That is why I'm picking Edmonton in this affair. Staying on the topic of of the Saturday games, this is another matchup between the Penguins and the Blue Jackets. This time, it's Columbus who's at home. I gotta go. It depends on this again, Danny. <clears throat> this Penguins team, I have a hard time betting against the Penguins. The Blue Jackets have been having some struggles these days. I mean, they got shut out by the best team in the league the other day. Well, no, it was it wasn't shut out. My bad. They got one goal late in the third. I mean, it was just, this team, they've struggled on and off the ice here, and they've had some issues here, but, and they're a good team and all, but they're playing the Penguins. I have to go put the Penguins here, Danny. Only two sep- two points <laughs> separate these two teams at the time of this recording, and Columbus is out to prove that they belong in the postseason. That's why I am picking Columbus in this affair. Staying on the topic of Saturday, we have another great matchup featuring the Carolina Hurricanes. This time, they're traveling to take on the Nashville Predators. I gotta get my baseball bat so I can smash that car outside of the arena. All the fans do for a little bit of charity money and just get my honky-tonk on, Danny. Oh, please. Well, Nashville has the worst power play in the league. Keep that in mind. Whereas... Nashville, in their last 10 games, they have performed they have performed decently. But whereas this Carolina team, you don't want to mess with a team that's 8-1-1 one, one in their last 10. That's why... But it's in Smashville, and in Smashville is a different monster. And it's not just a home bias there, but it's the... Yeah, the fans carry me out and all that, but the team, they perform well. And... I mean, you don't want to mess with the Preds, especially in the Carolina also performs well on the road. You can't overlook that statement. You can't overlook any, anything, but you also can't go in expecting to beat the Preds in their own building, and I cannot see the Hurricanes coming out of there with a win. Just can't see it. Hang on, hang on. I need to stop you right there. Let's look at the Predators and what they have done at home, and I'll show you why they are going to lose this game. The Predators eked out a win against Edmonton at home. They got shut out by the Avalanche 5 to nothing, Derek. And then they play a team out of the playoff picture in the Detroit Red Wings, and what happened? They lost. My goodness, this team can't, has shown that they could lose at home. That's why the playing at, at Bridgestone Arena is not much of an advantage. That's why the Carolina Hurricanes are coming in to Nashville, and they're going to win in this affair on Saturday. Moving on, let's focus on another matchup between two teams on the on on the wild card positioning of the Western Conference. It's the the Chicago Blackhawks taking on the Dallas Stars. The stars are aligning in the sky; they're shining bright, and the Blackhawks team has been struggling. This Stars team is a very good team, especially uh, they're on home ice too. Now he and this Stars team, team, this Stars team, they're a great team. And you can't bet against a rebuilding Blackhawks, but it's also like, yeah, they have the talent, Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, and all that, but they're not going to go into Dallas and win this. 
You're right, Derek. Dallas is too potent at home. That's why I, too, will be taking Dallas in this affair. And now we'll pick our final game on Saturday night, and that is the Hockey Night in Canada game between the Vegas Golden Knights traveling to Vancouver to take on the Canucks. That horn is going to go off. Finn's going to beat his drum. I'm going at the upset here. Brock Bezer and the Canucks are taking this one. Elias Pedersen, Brock Bezer, Bo Horvat. I mean, you have the... It's a great city. I mean, it's a great fan base. It's a great talent on the ice. If they can maybe get some players back from injury or even battle through that, I think they're going to take this one at home against the Golden Knights. After these two teams met, it was it was Vegas who emerged with a 3-0 victory against these Canucks, and I believe they're going to keep the good times flowing. They're going to beat Vancouver yet again. Staying on well, Now let's move on to Sunday where there are three great matchups in particular. First, the Winnipeg Jets traveling to Washington to take on the Capitals. I gotta go buzz the tower here, Danny. Um, gotta go get my Top Gun certification and buzz DC a little. Fly, fly over them, I think I should say. I gotta go with the Jets here. They're a very highly offensive potent team. One of the best teams in the league. Top in the West. One of the top teams in the West. And the Capitals, they're in the hunt for the playoffs. They also have a tough stretch of games, and that's one of them. So they're going to be having a hard time. There's some talent and all, but I think the Jets are going to go into D.C. and win this, Danny. The Jets are on a long East Coast road trip, and that can take its toll on the team. That's why, as much as I cannot stand Evgeny Kuznetsov, I'm taking the Capitals in this affair. Next up, the Boston Bruins are traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Penguins, and the Bruins have points in their last 17 games in a row. I think it's, I think we're going to, the Bruins, they're going to eat some Penguins. I think we're going to go with the Bruins. I think we're going to probably agree here, Danny. The Bruins are the highly offensive team, the better team in this matchup. Wow, we both picked the road team. Boston's taking this one over the Penguins. Now moving on, the Vegas Golden Knights are going through their their Western Canada road trip. Now they take on Calgary. First place, Calgary, and who comes out on top in this one? I gotta get my fire suit and jump in the sea of red real quick and check out that building because they hear their fans are pretty passionate and that team's on no, fire. No, no, you cannot. You They're cannot n- defend using the fans. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You just said that. I'm. I'm leading into what I'm really talking about. I'm leading into it. See, I gotta travel to the building. I gotta see these. This place, you got to witness the fans and the coach. You, you, you the just, coach. You just I mean, said the fans. My goodness. I'm, wit- I'm leading in down. You got to experience like you can actually go to the game. And you walk in, it's like you see the sea of red. And you, it's, it's an atmosphere you're not going to want to miss out on. Please. And you have the coach. He's a brand new coach and he has him atop the division with the Sharks. And you have the talent on the Flames, Johnny, Johnny Hockey, as they call him. I mean, you have a team that's doing well. They're dominating on the ice. I cannot go wrong with the Flames at home. You have to go through the more experienced goaltender, and that's Marc-Andre Fleury. I'm taking Vegas in the upset, even though they are traveling to Calgary. Are you? Now let's move on to Monday. And another great matchup between two playoff teams in the Atlantic Division. Tampa Bay is heading to Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs. 
I've heard there's a storm brewing in Canada, actually, in Toronto specifically, Danny. It's a thunderstorm. There's going to be bolts coming out of the sky, and that arena may not be safe to even enter after this game, Danny. Toronto is known to win. They have won consistently, and they play very well, especially when they are at home. And so does Tampa. Tampa, even on the road, Tampa is dominating. They're dominating the whole league. They have Toronto's 21-12-1 when they are at home, Derek. Andre Vasilevsky. You're going to throw Stamkos. me players? I can throw you players, too. Yeah, but you can't bet against this Tampa team this season. Well, you can also say the same with Toronto at home. I'm taking Toronto by that standpoint. Toronto is taking this this win. Moving on, Columbus is traveling to take on the Islanders. Can the Blue Jackets scrap their way back into a playoff position? I can't believe I'm saying this, Danny, but I'm going with the Isles. I mean, I want to. I, I don't know. I have this weird soft spot for the Blue Jackets because they're struggling, and I know some of the players are former Hawks and all, but. This Islanders team is very potent. They're a dangerous team. They have a great solidified roster. It, you can't bet against them. I, too, will be taking the Islanders in this affair. And staying on the topic of Monday, we have the Sharks traveling to Minnesota to take on the Wild. And it's been a Minnesota team that has been revitalized, and they are starting to flex their muscle and show that they belong in the postseason. I'm going to make my pick here, but don't write it down immediately, Danny. I'm going into the wild, but wait. Am I going into Minnesota? Into the wild, I believe, is a TV show, but I'm not really going into the wild. I'm going into the wild where I'm going to explore the waters. I'm going to explore the world's oceans. And I may, I'm going to need a pretty dang big Land boat. Land to 10,000 lakes. I'm going to need a big boat. It's in Minnesota, but I mean, this, there's so much water on this planet. There's the salt lake. There's the oceans. But this Sharks team, they're a very dangerous team. They have a lot of talent. They're one of the top teams in the West. You can't, I, I'm not going against the Sharks here. Picking the hotter team, I'm taking Minnesota at home. Next up, two teams who are trying to scrap their way back into a postseason spot. It's Arizona heading to Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. Danny, did you just hear a coyote howl outside? I think there's coyotes howling these days. And I don't see any, I don't hear any hawks screech, screeching. So, I mean, you got to go with the, the revitalized Coyotes. They're making a push here. This team, they're a shocker this season. I'm surprised at what they've done. The Blackhawks are struggling. It's in the Madhouse on Madison. But I got to go with the Coyotes. Chicago does have a winning record when they are at home. That's why I'm taking the Blackhawks in this affair. Now let's head on to Tuesday for the for near the finals for three games on Tuesday. First, the Washington Capitals heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Penguins. Um, it's in Pittsburgh, but that doesn't matter. The Penguins are a monster. Capitals are struggling. They've had a, they're having some tough games here. They they may might be tired. The Penguins are a real good team. They gel well. They played well. They have great. They have cup experience. They have the talent. So does Washington. They do, but I got to go with the Penguins here, Danny. It's just you don't go into Pittsburgh expecting to win and also with being tired with some tough games here. Pittsburgh has more of a veteran presence and they have more discipline compared to this ineffective and, and 
incompatible Washington team. I'm taking Pittsburgh in this affair. Next up, San Jose is taking on the Winnipeg Jets, and this is a matchup between two teams who currently sit in second place in their respective conferences. This meeting, however, is in Winnipeg. Danny, did you just hear a big jet fly flyover? I mean, you got to go with the Jets because you have so much talent there. The Sharks, they're talented as well. But MTS Center, it's just a different atmosphere, and it's hard You're to gonna, win in that building. Yeah, hang on, but hang on. you also have to go with the talent on this Jets team. You have a lot of talent on, on the Jets. And he's doing the Sharks as well, but this Jets team, they're a hot team this year. They have been on Four or on five the rise. and one in their last ten. That may not necessarily matter when it comes down to it. This team plays well. I cannot see the Sharks going in there and winning. I do think it's likely that this will be a good game, but at the same rate, Winnipeg has a strong team with many assets. I'm also taking Winnipeg as well. And now the final matchup on Tuesday, a meeting between the Arizona Coyotes who are traveling to St. Louis to take on the Blues. Um, I feel re- really blue, Danny. I think I'm going to have to leave the room. Uh, oh, wait. Or am I just joking? I'm going with the Blues here. Jordan Bennington and Nett. They're a great team. I mean, he has been an anchor in that for them. Then you have Ryan O'Reilly. I mean... St. Louis has lost their last two as of late. Yeah, but they're also playing the Coyotes, too. Yeah, the Coyotes making a late push, but the Blues are sitting... 7-3 in, the in their spot. last 10. I'm taking Arizona in this affair, even though they are on the road, however. Hmm. Interesting, Danny. Now let's head over to Wednesday for two matchups. First... A, a matchup between the New York Rangers who are traveling to Vancouver to take on the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, this is going to be a tough one, but I'm going with the Canucks. The Rangers, they're out in the West, so they may be jet lagged. They might be a little tired. They're on a Western swing, it appears. So you have the Canucks who are having this build long home stand, so they're going to not be super tired. Yeah, they're having some competition here and there, but they're making huge road trips. And so I got to go with this Canucks team. They're at home, they have the firepower. I think the Canucks are going to win this one. Hang on a second. First, the Rangers will be playing in Edmonton before they take on the Canucks. And knowing that, they will be well-rested when they go into the battle against this Vancouver team. That's why I'm taking the Rangers in this affair. Now, the final game on this slate, it's the Chicago Blackhawks who are traveling to Toronto to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, hmm... Got to go with the Maple Leafs, Danny. The Hawks aren't going to be soaring and screeching in Toronto. The Maple Leafs, they're a very tough team. The Blackhawks, they're a rebuilding team. They're struggling this season. Yeah, they have Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, and, and, and others, but it's the Maple Leafs. I would be silly to pick against them against the Blackhawks. There is more of a veteran presence, and the last time these two teams met, it went down to the very wire. And I believe Chicago is going to get Toronto. That's why I'm picking the Blackhawks over the Maple Leafs. I think we're going to agree there. Wait, did you just say Blackhawks, Danny? Yes, yes. Because of the veteran presence, more Stanley Cup experience. You saw that I saw he's going to go with the Maple Leafs, but that surprises me, Danny. I don't know. That's I don't know. If that was a very good pick on you, but we'll see. Oh, you're going to call me out? Well, I can bring back the tape and then play it back. We'll just have to wait and see. 
So now let's head into the Western Hockey League segment of our of our picks, and that we have pl- plenty of games that we're picking because the season's starting to wind down. We're we're into the stretch of the second to last week of the WHL season. So let's first begin with a matchup that we always love to pick: Swift Current against Prince Albert. <laughs> we're joking, fans. I mean, yeah, Swift Current's in the cellar and stuff, and they've won some games here and there. They're winning here and there, but. Prince Albert, they're dominating the whole CHL. I mean, they're the WHL are tearing apart. I got to go with the Prince Albert Raiders. No, you got it all wrong. Swift Current is coming out on top. Wow. Let's head on to Saturday. Calgary is taking on Leftbridge, and a Leftbridge team only needing one point to clinch a spot in the postseason. Who comes out on top in this affair? Calgary. They're the better team, Danny. The Calgary... Hitman, man. I, I mean, Lethbridge, they only had a point, so they may not be too concerned. Yeah, they want to play well and stuff, but Calgary, too, they're a dangerous team. I can't bet against those Hitmen. Lethbridge has the better record. They're also at home. That's why I'm taking... Oh, the home. So you're now using the home excuse. And keep this in mind also, Derek, this Lethbridge team does have... Goal scores that contribute to this team, and they have a great they have a great team as a whole with their forwards performing very well, and that is why I am picking this Leftbridge team over Calgary because they have a better record and they are a better team at this Bold. point of the season. Now let's move on to a U.S. division related t- game. Victoria is taking on Spokane. That's a toss up. Um, I want to say the Spokane Chiefs, but then there's also Victoria with some talent and dangerous, but this is in Spokane. Uh, we have to go with the Chiefs, Jared Anderson, Dolan, Ty Smith. And, I mean, they have a lot of talent. They play well. Just like you said earlier, they could be a threat to the Hawks. I don't think they really will be, but we'll see. I mean, they're a talented team. I don't see the Royals going in there, and that's going to be a tough matchup, but I got to go with the Chiefs. A big game indeed for both these two teams trying to solidify their playoff positions. But I will also pick Spokane as well alongside Derek. Now let's move on to Sunday. And there is one game that stands out loud and clear. Prince Albert traveling to Swift Current to take on the Broncos. And I am picking the Broncos in this affair. That's bold, Danny. You're going with the... Cellar Dweller in both the matchups between those two teams. I got to go with the Prince Albert Raiders again. Moving on to Tuesday's games. Everett is traveling to Portland, and it's obvious it's going to be Everett who's going to take the win in PDX. Whatever, Danny. That's wrong, but that's fake news because this is in P-Town. Bridge oh, City, there we go. Rose City. Oh, they're at home, so they must win. No, we have the talent. We have the talent. Everett the has the ever. talent, too. They, the they talent keep too, the pucks however, out of the net. They have the... The Hawks, they're a different monster, not only at home, but they're a, they know the season's winding down. They could face Everett in potentially the second round this season. Well, what does so, that have to do with anything? Everett they, they, allows the least number of goals yeah, in the Western series, Hockey our League. series is pretty close with them. Yes, Everett did win the series in series, but it's very close. It's within a game or two. I no, see the I don't see it. I'm sorry. Everett's winning this Portland. one. Moving on to Wednesday. Spokane is traveling to Kelowna to take on the Kelowna Rockets. 
Spokane is going to go into Kelowna and win. Yeah, the talent in Kelowna is struggling all this season. It's the season's winding down. Teams are making playoff pushes to move up and down the standings. I it's gonna be the Chiefs out on top here, Danny. Kelowna is a joke. I too will follow suit and take the visiting Spokane Chiefs. And then another matchup now. It is Seattle traveling to Tri City to take on the Americans. I'm proud to be from this nation, Danny. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> the Tri City Americans? You don't get the joke there, Danny? I mean, it I'm got looking to go at to a Tri Seattle City. team that is red hot, and this Tri City team is starting. They have a five-game losing streak coming into tonight. I'm taking Seattle it's, in this one. Affair. It's in Tri City, and two, this Tri City team. I've seen them multiple times, not against Seattle, obviously, but I've seen them against the Hawks. And this Tri City team, they're gritty, they're dirty, they're tough, physical, and they score. And Seattle go, scores, but you're not going to overlook that because no? you're biased and hating uh-uh. the Seattle team. Not necessarily. This Tri-City team, I know Seattle's doing well right now, but you also can't bet against Tri-City. They've been a monster this season as well. They're not, doesn't really reflect on the standings a ton, but if you really follow the game, you see Tri-City, they play better than it says. Eh, sorry, I don't see it. Seattle's taking this one. It, they're going to take it. I'm sorry. Okay, Danny. Sorry to burst your bubble. Whatever. Yeah, You're you know wrong. it's true. No, <laughs> Tri-City's going to win this thing. No, no. In Tri-City, in their barn, that old building. I, I go, got to go with the Tri-City Americans, man. No, no. Well, yep. we're out of time, and that's all the time that we have for this episode of Across the Blue Line. So once again, thanks again for Derek Harper for coming on on the block here. I'm your host, Danny Buck, saying so long for yet another episode of Across the Blue Line.